and welcome to new episode Geekishly Toku Podcast. Things happened last week, so we didn't record, therefore we took a week off technically. So now you're getting us this week. Happy Technical happy difficulties. Tuesday. Yeah. Technical difficulties in life. Pretty Mainly much. my life. Yeah, pretty Mainly much mine. two big things. Hopefully my life soon, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Because I applied for a job today, and if I get it, this will probably become even more sporadic. Just letting you all know. Or we do it in the middle of the night. Oh god, that would be... Yeah. Welcome to the 1 o'clock cast. I just woke up. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That actually hurt. I'm still awake. I have so much caffeine in my system. I don't know what to do with myself. Well, see, it's funny too. 1 1 o'clock a.m. for me is... 10 o'clock at night for you. So it's not like late. So if we were well, recording at 1 a.m. for some your, people. If, we, if it was 1 o'clock in the morning your time, it would be 4 o'clock in the morning my time, which would make it even more redonkulous. You'd be able to see the sunrise. Yeah, I would by the time we finished. Well, I don't know. I mean, with daylight savings time, especially with the hour going back on Sunday, I probably wouldn't see the see the sunrise. I don't know. It just means it's going to start getting dark by the time I start walking home for, from school. Nah. Oh, joy. <laughs> Alright. Oh, so. I just finished dinner. So we decided that we looked at the news. Um, yeah. There is news out there. If you've seen it, you've seen it. If you haven't, go check it out because... We kind of don't have anything to say about it. I mean, the, the only thing, like, I even kind of wanted to talk about as far as news was the Wonder Woman trailer that popped today. Because I was skeptical. I've said it many times on this. I don't know how much I like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. After watching that trailer, I believe it. But how much are you going to bet that there's going to be an extended cut once the DVD comes out? Probably will. Yeah. I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't put it against them. <laughs> oh, Warner Brothers. Not, not oh, after Warner the fiascos that, uh, that were Suicide Squad and Batman vs. Superman. And then, of course, they, we also heard that the, the Flash director left. So there's that. Uh, so the Flash yeah. is down another director. <laughs> And Deadpool 2 lost its director. You know, there's just been... There's been news pieces out there. Yeah. Nothing really significant to talk about. Just things happened. And also, Um, the Legends from Legends of Tomorrow are going to be beating up some zombies. I mean, they've already beat up Nazis, so for them to go to zombies really aren't that much of a stretch. But it's Confederate zombies. That's even better. Oh, jeez. So, that's... I mean, that's it. We're not. There's really not much news to talk about, so instead we're just going to hop right into shows. Um, no Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for me. I don't watch it. I have no interest in it. And I still um, haven't found time to watch really anything. So... Yeah. Um, I just didn't want to reschedule this a third time. Yeah, I mean... And... Like I, I will admit, not much happened in some of the shows. Like nothing 
big story-wise. Um, so, I mean, like, if you want to talk about the ones that you've seen. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw the blanks. episode two of Supergirl. So it was the episode that Cat left. And also the episode that Superman left. As well as the episode of Flash where uh, Harry and Jesse come back. Okay. With Magenta, our favorite Blue's Clues character gone bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, they were both really fun episodes. Like, I liked seeing Wynn uh, get into his own and like actually help out the team in more, of just, more than just a techno-hacker scientist dude he actually like made something albeit it looked like a giant chest thong to reflect radiation they could have just aimed the uh kryptonite blasts elsewhere other than just directly at their chest i don't know but we have two metallos and cadmus revealing themselves and by the end of the episode, Cat leaves and Superman leaves with a crap ton of crypto, uh, kryptonite. Uh, so John and Superman um, make amends. Supergirl and Alex make amends because Alex has been feeling left out. Uh, also, apparently, Kryptonians are really good quick change artists. Because uh, mm. they just fly in with their costumes and literally a second later are in their civilian costumes. Like, it is astonishing how quickly they can change. Well, I mean... Like, that is Barry Allen Flash levels of suit change. Well, to be fair, they can move the same speed as Barry Allen. If as, Barry Allen as Barry Allen currently can. Well... I mean, we saw in the episode, was it Worlds Collide, where Flash showed up? World's Finest. World's it's Finest. A... And uh, they had that little race at the end. They weren't really mm-hmm. trying to outrace each other. They were just trying to stay, I mean, like, they made like a joke about it, but at the same time, like, you could probably just tell they were trying to stay the same speed, because, you know, Kara was going to have to throw him. So, I mean... Yeah, and Barry still is learning how to fully access the Speed Force. Yeah. Barry Allen, years from now, heck, even Wally West. Wally West is probably the fastest of all the Flashes. At least pre-New 52 Wally West is. The one who's... DC Rebirth has two Wally Wests. We have the New 52 Wally West, which is the African-American Wally West. And then pre-New 52 Wally West who is the ginger Wally West that we all like, remember. Like from, like, uh... Young Justice. Justice. Except, yeah. New 52 Wally West is Kid Flash, and pre-New 52 Wally West is... just took up the mantle of the Flash. Because he's part of the Titans. There's a whole story about that. But he actually is probably one of the faster speedsters. Um, which is weird, because Young Justice showed him as being one of the more slower speedsters. Because yeah. he didn't have as strong of a connection to the Speed Force as, say, Barry or uh, Bart did. To be fair, he was younger. That too. But Wally also has the ability to vibrate through molecules. Barry never developed that ability. 
wow. in the comics. Until probably fairly recently. I haven't really been keeping up with that because I just don't have time to read comics. So I watch <laughs> YouTube videos in my spare time about people yeah. telling me what happens in comics. <laughs> they literally just like recap the entire comic to me hmm. with like funny little quips here and there. I may have to and, look into that actually. Uh, yeah. I mean, Linkara does it. There's uh, Comics Explained and Comic Storian. Those are the three that I sort of follow. Yeah. That sort of do that style. Comic Storian's a little bit more on the dramatic side, and he's just like, and then they punch someone in the face! Or something like that. Like, he gets, like, really dramatic. Because he's like, all text is altered so that, you know, the copyright is, like, the, isn't broken, but it's read dramatically back to you. Yeah. And then... So it's like listening comics to Comics Explained... Book. Yeah, Comics Explained is sort of the more... Mo- he's sort of more monotony and gives you sort of more of the information of what's going on instead of sort of recapping panel by panel. And then Linkara just does what Linkara does. Yeah. I, I watch some... I... I really Some of the long box he, of the damned. I just see what he puts on YouTube, and then if it looks interesting, I'll watch it. I don't actually like keep up with like recent stuff. Um, I I pick and choose as well. If it's like a story that I'm intrigued in or a character that I like, I will yeah. totally check it out. Like the Injustice comics actually have Constantine in them, and he's like from a different Earth, and it was intriguing. Um, but yeah, I digress. Uh, the Supergirl episode, it's fine. They find out who's been sending, crypt- who gave kryptonite to Cadmus, and blah blah blah. Metallo, Metallo, blah blah blah. And it ends with Cat leaving Catco for an adventure back to the sunny city of California. And I say yep. city of California. I really mean <laughs> state of California. The state of California. <laughs> the city of California is a totally different thing. Because I don't think we actually have a California city here in California. I don't or know. anywhere. I you really have haven't look. really haven't looked into it because I really don't care. Also a good reason. Uh, and then um, moving over to... Do you just want to f- continue with Supergirl? Yeah, I mean, if you want to... I'll fill... Because I'll fill, I figure we just go show by show. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so I have, to, I have to go from memory, which, as you all know, is a little scary. Um, so after Cat leaves, Olsen steps up and is put in charge. Um, new guy shows up, well not show, new guy, but apparently one of the, like, editors. Oh, the uh, reporter guy? Yeah. Snapper Carl? Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a dick. Dicks McGee? Dicks yeah. McGee? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he shows up and Olsen's first, like hey, let's all come together and think of this, you know, think of ideas. And he's like, yeah, you're not doing it the right way. Let's all do it my way. You do this, this, that, and the other thing. And then they all, like, dispersed. And Olsen's like, yep, that just happened. And then the whole, Olsen's whole thing was Kara trying to tell him, don't be Cat Danvers, be you. And then uh, there was a whole you thing. Cat Grant? Cat Grant. What did I say? Cat Danvers, which would imply wow. that she's related to Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be Cat Grant. Don't don't be. You know. Don't, don't be Cat Danvers. Yep. There you go. I told you it's a scary place in my head. 
Um, I'm trying to like I'm trying to think of like four different things at once so I can try to recap it in my head. Um, that was. There was like an alien. Oh, that, yeah, that was when the president showed up. Yeah, and the the guy, the Dak, not the Dak, the um, the guy who came down in the Kryptonian ship Mon-El. was finally was revealed to be from Daxum, which which is a sister planet to Krypton. Um, they're weak to lead, not kryptonite. Huh. Um, that's a fun little fact right there. Yeah, I think. Um, I'm gonna and then check myself. He he gets out. He runs away, but they try to track him down. And then there's this subplot going on between Alex and this other cop. Who I forgot her name. God damn it. Um. Yeah, I forgot her name again. Scary place up here. I remember certain things, but not other things. Um. And then they kind of have this kind of like, not passive aggressive, but kind of like jokey, push each other type thing. And the cop takes Alex to a bar that was just all aliens. Um, Alex was hesitant, but then... The other cop was like, dude, they're all aliens, calm down. And then they try to interrogate one of the dudes. Finally, Alex shoves a stool on him. The bartender says, hey, I, I know that, that guy, because they're looking for the Daxum dude. And uh, they end up finding him. Supergirl shows up, takes him out. They put him in a cell. She's prejudiced because Daxum... Throughout the whole show, throughout the whole episode, that's the way she was. And there was this whole thing going on with uh, Alex and the aliens and the the bill Wonder Woman was trying to pass. And there was a whole like lot of racism for that stuff, or xenoism, I guess. Probably Xenophobia? There you go. Um, oh, and... wait a minute. He was part of the Green Lantern Corps? Weird. Monel. And the science police. Interesting. <laughs> um, the hell's the science police? And then... Because uh, they thought the Daxum dude was trying to kill Wonder Woman. Uh, turned out it wasn't him. It was... Scorcher? Female. Used fire powers. They thought it was Daxum wasn't him. It was her. Finally cornered her. Because she kidnapped the cop woman. Alex and Supergirl saved her. Took the firewoman into custody. Wonder Woman was like, you did a great job. And then there was a mention of a jet because ha ha ha, Wonder Woman invisible jet. And then she walked away. And as she walked away, her face changed to look like she had like a deformity. Like, literally, it just looked like all of a sudden her face just broke out in this rash. And her eyes changed colors. And it was like, so she was an alien the whole time? Um, which makes no- which- it would make sense in form of character because her acting was so subpar in this episode. 
like, I feel like she was only booked for this part on name alone. Like, they so well, let's get a female present. All right, well, who are we going to get? Let's get Linda Carter. I bet she'll bring in some people. She might have, but her acting was horrible. Like, so many missed beats. Uh, the way, like, she just overall talked was just bad. It sounded like she was spaced out for half of the show. And I just I just feel like they could have gotten somebody better. She may be a good actress, but this was not her finest moment. It um, may be, like, because of the character, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, because that's why if she is an alien and she's trying to pose as a normal human, then, you know, maybe t- you know, every response takes a split second to react rather than just saying it. So we that all would make sense. We all can't have an Eobard portraying Wells' level of, like, awesome. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Also, um, yes, Daxamites are uh, basically deathly allergic to lead. Huh. Unless given an anti an anti lead serum. Interesting. I'm having a Reese's, by the way. That's the plastic wrestle. Um. Oh, also, any exposure to lead causes pain and weakness permanently. Hmm. So I don't know if that'll translate over to the show because might. that might just be really confusing if he gets shot with a bullet. Yeah. And then he just might die. <laughs> and that's that. Because his powers are essentially the same as... Um, basically the same as a Kryptonian. Well, yeah. They, um... In... The latest episode... Um... Wynn hangs out with... The Daxum... Monel, And, um... They try to go over what powers he has. And pretty much what they got was he was fast. He could leap tall buildings in a single bound because, haha, I had to get that reference in. And. Yeah, because it doesn't have flight. Oh, yeah, well, and he's strong. It does actually have flight on here, but he also carries a Legion flight ring as well. Well, yeah, and he didn't have one, so. Well, because um, I don't think. I'm not entirely sure if the Legion of Superheroes exists in the Supergirl universe. Also true. Um, it's unconfirmed? Shit, what else was this episode? So we're talking about this week's episodes as well? Yeah. I mean, okay. if you don't want to. I doesn't matter. I mean, we won't be able to talk about this week's Legends of Tomorrow since today is, in fact, Thursday. Because I think that's the one where they fight the zombie confederates. Well, it's up to you. Do you want to talk about this week's or? I mean, I don't know. I feel like we should just go right into Flash. All right, I'll we'll skip this week's then. I'm just just as a small thing because it really had nothing to do with the plot. Was that Win and Monel spent time figuring out what powers he had, and uh, yeah, I can't actually say um, something I think might happen. Um, hmm. there's part of me that thinks this whole Mon-El thing is a ruse and that at the end of the day I know it's kind of early and they're kind of young still but I kind of want to think Mon-El is a name he was just given 
and he's not from Daxum. He's from he's from um, uh, he's from Earth, and his true identity will be revealed at the end to be Superboy. Well, but there is the an clone, interesting the clone made from Cadmus. There is an interesting thing with uh, with that because he actually, I believe, has been. It's not Monel is his actual real name. His real name is Largand. He was given the name Monel because of his similarities to that of Superman. So it was Mon for Monday, the day he came to Earth. Pay attention to that. Because Supergirl's Supergirl episodes are on Mondays. That's funny. That's funny. And then L because of Clark's real last name from the House of L. Which we could say then might be a factor in him being the like he was an he was an Earthling, but then given the pow trying to be given the powers of Superman. And then he was brainwashed into thinking he was from Daxum, given all of these other fake memories. And then... Did you ever watch uh, Superman and the Legion of Superheroes cartoon? No. Okay, because mon was actually in it. He was basically Superman... I believe it was... I, I believe it was mon It could have been Superboy, to be honest. Um, because he's most associated with Superboy, because he showed up in an issue of Superboy. His first issue was in Superboy. Hmm. And it sort of takes after Superboy. Which is very interesting. Um, but yeah. Flash. Uh, we had the episode from a few weeks ago with as I said our favorite Blue's Clues character gone bad Magenta uh, still the funniest thing I've said all day uh, <laughs> which is saying something because I've been like throwing quips left and right at work today mostly about bananas so many flipping bananas anyways <laughs> before I go into a banana induced coma again keyword there being again um, so Jesse and Harry come back. Like, of course, Iris and uh, Barry are on a date. It's a boring date. She's like, "Don't talk about your powers or the Flash or anything like that." And they were just like bored. They get a call from Cisco, and Cisco's like, "Yo, there's this breach that's open. We have guns pointed at it. We don't know why it's here." But everyone's like, "Cisco, why did you open the breach?" I didn't. Can you close it? Well, if I could have closed it, I wouldn't have called you guys. <laughs> Cisco as snarky as he can be. And then uh, they... First it's Harry, and he goes, Hey, guys. And then Jesse speeds in, runs around for a few seconds, and goes, Hey, guys. <laughs> and everyone, including Wally, their jaw is just on the floor. Wally's ex- like extremely jealous. Yep. And, you know, there's the talks. Like, sometimes your powers may take a while to manifest. Sometimes they might not even manifest at all. And Wally's like, man, I better have powers or something like that. And 
later in the episode he steps in front of a car like a flippin' idiot. <laughs> Come on, Wally, use your brain. Use your noggin. Because, you know, everyone in Central City was hit with that blast. And how many metahumans are there? Not that many. Yeah. I actually like that. I like the way he said it. It's like the whole city was hit by that. And not everybody turned into a metahuman. So Do you see me have powers. superpowers? Do you see me have superpowers? Also, he didn't fall into a coma like Jesse did. And True. that's sort of a telltale sign of a speedster. At least in the Flash show. Is the coma caused by lightning not necessarily but the little spark that Barry also gave her to wake up might have uh, sort of kickstarted the process and then she stepped in front of a car which double kickstarted the process yeah and Wally will have his moment soon enough if you no further into the season or if you have a friend who just happens to run a Flash podcast who can't keep his mouth shut sometimes uh. <laughs> well I do know there was uh, in the preview for next week they are uh, they're kind of hinting that he gets powers courtesy of alchemy yeah because he's if, if I remember correctly they say the dreams are getting more frequent and getting more powerful and all that type of stuff. They don't actually show him speeding around, but they say, Yet. Like, you know. Yeah, it's essentially like, it's gonna happen, just wait a couple weeks. Yeah, it, it, and then we're gonna have that iconic picture of Jay Garrick, Barry, and uh, Wally all Wally. standing next to each other. Yep. We won't see Jesse for a while once she leaves, which is kind of sad. Yep. But she gets a spiffy-looking suit. Which is pretty much trajectory suit, just with the logo in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Except, you know, trajectory suit sort of disintegrated, so they couldn't have taken that. They might have well, been inspired by it, obviously. Yeah. But it, it in terms of like real-world costuming and whatnot, it basically is. Yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, making leather suits like that isn't cheap. Nope. So you gotta cut corners when you can. Unlike a certain tokusatsu show, a Maritoku show, that likes to cut corners so in frequently. All the wrong places. In all the wrong ways, and just doesn't do certain things right. Yeah. But yeah, Magenta's sort of is a split personality off of the uh, the girl who was in the episode. Can't remember her name to save my life. It's been a crazy day at work. And I, I just watched the episode name. this morning. Uh, <laughs> that will tell you something. I remember the Supergirl stuff because there wasn't that many names. Nope. Well, and they're well, names yeah, I just remember. Like, just sort of like me, not, for, not remembering the cop's name. Metallo. That's all I remember. It's just Metallo and Metallo 2. <laughs> Or dudes with giant kryptonite hearts, which that I was just hilarious I, when John just, just remember, ripped, uh, ripped the kryptonite heart right out of the first dude. I just remember Daxum. It was said so much that I just remember it. Yeah. So, just gotta be careful with shooting bullets around Monel because he might just die yep. from it just whizzing past him. Not even touching him, just 
it whizzing past him will cause him to like break his leg instantly. <laughs> like it really is like a bad sort of reaction. But yeah, back to the Flash. Uh, her powers basically telekinesis, which is incredible. Because it lifted a freaking boat. A big boat. Over a hospital. And then Barry and Iris have their date. Julian's a bit of a dick, as usual. But he sort of, sort of lightens up here and there. But is also a dick. Which makes it really fun, because that dynamic between Julian and Barry is just funny. It's like, Man. oh, well, it's well. The, in the episode, he's like, oh, I have a date. Oh, no, not not right now. You don't. You have another three minutes on the clock. And then Barry's just like, he goes into like speed mode. You don't see the lightning fly after him because he literally stops time and he goes and does like a million and seven things and gets back and is like, are you done? You done? Okay, bye bye. <laughs> it's moments like that that are really. A fun use of the speedster powers without really showing that, like, showing off that he's a speedster. Because I don't think it. Because if Barry's running, the lightning bolts will follow him. But if he does the whole slowdown, I don't think it shows. Because it didn't in the first episode when he woke up out of the coma and, like, grabbed the coffees that were falling when he was first realizing what his powers were. But that was, you know, forever ago. <laughs> and I can't even remember people's names. And yet I remember that specific detail. <laughs> yeah. I I didn't... Well, are you talking, like, episode of Flash? Or are you talking, like, when he first got his powers? Episode one of Flash. Because that's when he got his powers. Is when he, he woke up out of the and Arrow. No... No, he was normal, lanky old, always late Barry Allen with no powers for the two episodes of Arrow he was in. Huh. And there was supposed to be an Arrow episode that was supposed to be the episode where he got his powers. It was supposed to be the backdoor pilot, but because buzz for the show got so big, they're like, screw it, we're going to film an actual pilot. Huh. So, yeah, that that was a thing. Because no one really knew that the Flash show was coming along until, like, they sort of... He, he showed up in yeah. the show. Because this was back in season two. So, I mean, social media was a thing, but it's not as crazy as it is now for these shows. Because oh, yeah, Arrow was shows, in its, yeah. Arrow was the only superhero show on the air. I mean, no, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was starting to, but at that yeah. point, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was the most meh superhero show out there. It still is for me, in my opinion, but that's me. It's not as meh as some of the other shows out there, I will say that. Well, yeah. Because they actually have Ghost Rider just staring at people, and it's hilarious. Because it's not happening to me, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, Barry does stuff and saves the day jesse saves the day as well 
with the tankard. Yeah, and I guess there's a figure eight permanently burned to the top of that hospital. Eh, could be worse. Could be the could be a a gigantic trash heap after the tanker came down. Or it could be any sort of other figure that could be drawn by a speedster yeah. that's inappropriate. <laughs> Just dicks everywhere. <laughs> Thank God there is no trickster speedster out there, because that would just be a waste. <laughs> Though there are pictures that have gone around showing um, Mark Hamill reprising his role as the trickster, but he's in, like, Joker colors. So, that's a thing Oh yeah, they around. teased that. What the hell do they name him? I it's another remember. name. The Jester? The Jester. <laughs> oh, no. I think that's what it is. Uh, that should be interesting. But so, Other episode yeah. of Flash? The other part of the Jesse Quick duology? Um, yeah. Uh, with the ep- I'm trying to remember what happened. Um, Stuff. The whole episode was kind of based around... Um, was it? It was Mirror Man. It was Mirror Man and Top. Mirror Master. Um, Mirror Master. Yeah, there we go. Um, okay, Mirror I Master. Really, I really need to watch the episode because Mirror Master is one of probably the best. It's of um the non-speedster villains for the Flash. It, it's kind. Of, it's kind of funny. I saw people talking about it and how disappointed they were that it wasn't. Was it McCulloch? McCulloch. McCulloch. Yeah, it was. It wasn't McCulloch. It wasn't his version. Um, apparently McCulloch is the Mirror Master on Earth 2. Hmm. Um, so people were kind of upset about that. Um, but this Mirror Master, I don't remember, again, I don't remember his name. Um, I'm horrible with names. Um, there we go, the episode title for this episode. I'm I don't, horrible we don't, with names. I'm hor- yeah, it's perfect. Um, kind of has a double meaning. At least <laughs> for me, anyway. Um, so he... We see Snart, actually. We see Leonard Snart. Um, it's him, some other dude, I think another guy, and then Top and Mirror Master. Um, they're trying to get money. Well, they're all trying to, like, villains. You know, the the main, like, villain thing that we all know Mirror Master and Col- uh, Captain Cold from. And um, they're talking about a heist they did or are going to do and Mirror Master's like I don't like this anymore I don't like what you're doing I don't want to be a part of this anymore and then Snart like tries to kill one of the other guys with a gun and like as soon as he puts the gun to the dude's head the accelerator explodes and the giant wave comes flying through and I we know Captain Cold was hit but um and Mirror Master's thrown into the air and he literally just goes through a mirror. As his power is, yeah. Yeah, he, like, goes into a mirror. No, he flies in, like, not into, into a mirror. But he, like, crashes into one, hits the ground, and then the camera kind of pans back and it's just a broken mirror in pieces. He's nowhere, nowhere to be seen. Um. And then... Wait, no, did he do that? 
I can't remember, but I know years, like, three years later, you know, caught up with history, they put up the, the same mirror, because, so it didn't break, no, it did, the mirror didn't break, I don't remember the specifics, but, like, he went through it, blah, 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 whatever. They set up the mirror, he went through, and he kind of, like, walks past it, and then the worker cleaning things up, you know, gets choked, or, where's Leonard Snart, and then it, like, cut out and went to the opening thing. Um, basically, the whole thing for him was he was trying to hunt down the people he was with, trying to find Leonard Snart, finds Top, who was already arrested. Um, she tells him, Snart's not here, he hasn't been around, I don't even know if he'll be coming back, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, great, we're just gonna wreak havoc. And they start, like, robbing banks and stuff like that, and uh, Jesse goes along with Flash a couple times, but is very hesitant. She goes up against Top, and apparently Top's thing is whole thing of, like, gives people vertigo. So, she gives Jesse vertigo. She, like, fails trying to catch Top, and then runs away. Um, and then goes through this whole thing of, I'm not cut out to be a hero. And then has a one-on-one talk with Wally because of course you can't have a flash episode without the main one of the main heroes having a one-on-one with a loved one um Wally accepts things and they make out a bit and then As she goes do. and trains yeah she goes and trains more and then they have another showdown between Barry Mirror Master and then Top and Jesse Jesse breaks from the vertigo, takes down Top. She's gone. Barry defeats Mirror Master by using essentially an endless loop of mirrors. So, like, he trapped Mirror Master in a room of mirrors, smashed all of them. Well, not all of them, mostly all of them. Then made, like, this circle of mirrors. So even if he tried to jump through one, he came out another one. Huh. And then he had just... Then Barry was just like, yeah, you're done. And then just, like, punched him out. And then he was arrested. Um, past that, there was, again, the side thing of Wally still being mopey and depressed about not having powers and talking about the dreams and... Uh, oh, yeah, Barry was trapped in a mirror. Uh... Harry and... Oh, and then, the, of course, the subplot of them sending the algorithm. I don't remember what the algorithm was. It was for something. They sent it into the multiverse looking for other Harrison Wells. Uh, so they could... Because Earth 2 Harry didn't want to... Kind of wanted to stay, but didn't want to at the same time. Um, and they, so they sent still it, live in a world where Harrison Wells died. So... Yeah. So I guess Flashpoint um, didn't fix that. Well, no, they said Flashpoint had no effect on Earth 2. Well, I mean, I'm so, talking about the original Harrison Wells. Like, that still uh, played out. So oh, it yeah. does lend credence to my uh, my whole theory on what happened with Flashpoint and how certain moments in time are still, like, forever captured, in a sense. Oh, yeah, I mean... They pretty much said when he came back, um, there were only, like, small things that were changed, and it was really only people around him. 
you know, like Cisco's brother dying. Um, or, you know, the fact that Sarah, the baby Sarah, is now a John yeah. Diggle Jr. Um, and then, <laughs> Still fucking gets to me every single time. I'm like, why? Yeah. And then... Um, shit, what was I going to say? Um, like, with... Uh, fuck, what the hell's her name? Iris... How, like, instead of making up with Joe for not knowing about the mother, she just kind of still resented him. So that kind of continued. Um, and then, of course, we have the new revelation, which is getting more even revealed, of Caitlin slowly becoming Killer Frost. Um, Doesn't her hair start to turn a little more gray or a little more uh, white? Throughout the show, it was kind of, like, there. And then when Barry was trapped in the mirror, Harry and Cisco came up with this thing of, if we freeze it and it gets cold enough, Barry can vibe, not vibe, he can, like, vibrate through it. And it wasn't getting cold enough, and then something happened in the world, and uh, they had to go make sure, you know, like, maybe stop it, blah, 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 whatever. And then, after everybody left, Caitlin walked up behind the mirror he was in. It was already partly cold, and put her hands on it and made it even colder. And that's how Barry got out. Um, and then, towards the end, um, they managed to get a mess, they get messages back from other wells. Uh, one was a Wild West wells. Oh, fun! Yeah, it was kind of funny. This was... Wells was... Like, uh, Tom Cavanaugh was amazing in this episode. Um, he, he played, like, a Wild West version. Um, there was another one. I can't remember what it was. And then the, like, the one that we actually got, which is the, like, the Trilby wearing one, whatever, with the vest and stuff. Um... And he seemed legit. He seemed like a normal person. Uh, he came through and he was a little too quirky. Like there was something about him. Um, they got into that with the past episode, but I won't talk about it. Um, Turns out he's a total dick bag. He's right? kind of. Again, if I if I if I really told you the thing with him, it would spoil the show or spoil the latest episode. So I'm not going to do right. that. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's a really good episode, though. I am not going to lie. Based on all of the characters involved, probably my favorite episode of the season so far. And that's saying something. Because there's so much character development, not just for the main team either, for somebody else. And I won't say who it is. Um, but with the the other episode, uh, they brought in the new Wells, old Wells, and Jesse went back, but not before grabbing Cisco and being like, look... That thing we built to get Barry out was not cold enough. So something else happened. And it just goes like, what happened? I don't know. But that's your job. And then they left. Um, and then they did that whole thing of, like, flash symbol. And then they came back with, like, the little, like, after credit type thing that they always do. And it was Caitlin, as you do with these shows, in the shower. Uh... Like looking down from the shower head, and then she turns around, and 
the water freezes, the like the air around the faucet freezes. Well, not the faucet, but the shower head freezes. Um, and then she gets out of the shower and she looks in the mirror and there's this lock of hair that is white and her lips are blue. And then, of course, only the complete rational thing that everybody would do in that certain case, she took the lock of hair, grabbed scissors, and cut it off. And then that's where the full episode ended. And then the next episode will deal with that. Yes. And again, it's it's like character development out the ass for Good. so many people. Good. Not just not just for Caitlin, not just for again, not just for the main team, but for other people as well. So good. it's a really good episode. Awesome. I will be sure to check it out as soon as I can. <laughs> <laughs> and then you saw none of Legends, right? I uh, yeah, that was the next show on the list. I was going to get to it had I had an extra hour of time. Crap. What even happened three weeks ago? Was that the samurai one? The no, samurai. Japan? Samurai was last week. Okay. So, go. To the week before more. that was the J. Uh, the JLA. The J. Okay, so I saw the episode Justice. one. I have not seen episode two. And episode two explores the JSA. The JSA. There we go. JSA. And um, I know that our man dies. Yeah, the whole the whole thing. I like. I, I can't remember the specifics, but the whole thing was at the end of episode one. The JSA showed up and was like, "Yeah, you're coming with us." The next episode, they uh, main legends were tra- were caged essentially, and the JSA did not believe the time travel crap. Um, and then they went back and forth, back and forth, and finally they let the legends out. Um, and then they left. I see now I'm remembering. As I'm saying this, I'm remembering everything that happened. Um, they left 1942. While they were leaving, um, they found, we found out that the historian is Commander Steele's grandson? Yeah, Citizen Steele. Yeah, and, and then yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. Um, he, <laughs> I knew this he ahead dog, of it. So. He's he's got dog tags from Commander Steele and shows them to him. That was kind of like their way of being like, "Look, we are from the future. I have these. It's proof." Um, and then he had the dog tags, but then he tried to feel for them and they were gone. So then he quickly opened his books and he looked. And the day they left was the day everybody from the JSA was going to die. So he says, no, we have to go back. So they went back. They found out that Historian, again, I can't remember his name, is um, a hemophiliac. So he can't, his blood can't clot per, like the way everybody else can. So even a small cut can kill him. Um... But he still tries to be the hero. Um, and they go up against... I think I think this was the one with uh, Damien Dark was in it. Mm-hmm. Because he was in the first episode, too. Yeah. And then... Um, 
there was a nuclear bomb involved that they were Again. going to stop. Yeah. Again. Um. And um, there was a lot of fighting involved, a lot of mistrust between JSA and Legends because you know time travel stuff. They eventually believed him, and then. I don't remember everything else that happened, but at one point, Historian was in a motorcycle driving alongside Commander Steele, told him to get in. He got in. They drove away. He's like, oh, God, we made it out alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bomb hits him. Somehow survive. I don't know how, but they do. Uh, Commander Steele came out and was just perfectly fine. Not a damn scratch on him. Uh, meanwhile, the hemophiliac is now laying in stasis on, uh, on the time ship. Just blood everywhere. Um, and then... Oh, yeah, the other thing was... Uh, Ray and Vixen were captured. Because Ray said... "I Oh, that's right, yeah, that's with Pink Hulk. The main Nazi dude took this, like, super serum type crap and turned into this monster Hulk thing. And... Um, Ray and Vixen were captured because the rest of the team took off because uh, Stein was in charge because there was no Hunter and uh, they didn't think he made the right choice so they eventually went back but blah 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 and then uh, Ray said don't kill her don't kill me I can help with the serum so he did and he Essentially, what he did is he made it so the whole transformation thing didn't take place, but it was going to, like, give you powers of some kind, or just, like, bump your strength or something like that, but he never got to use it, um, and then they all escaped, they made it back to the time ship, and when it seemed like the haircut, no, no that haircut is Ray. I forgot what he called, I forgot what Mick called, uh, Historian. Anyway, I'm calling him Historian. So... Historian doesn't die because Ray gives him the super serum, which saves him, essentially heals him up completely. Um, and we think that's it. You know, he's saved, blah, blah, blah. We just wait. Um, and that was essentially the end of the episode. Um, the next episode picked up with... Uh, wait. Was that that episode? Uh, I think that was the... Yeah, last week was the Feudal Japan episode. Well, yeah, last week was the Feudal Japan episode. And the week before was episode two. So you're only needing to recap last week's episode. Well, you don't want me to, so I'm not going to. No. No, I don't want you to recap tonight's episode. <laughs> Ten oh, Right! Right! I forgot, yeah, it's going on right now, for me anyway. Um, so last week, they there was a training session going on, because everything kind of seemed normal, they're trying to figure out what to do next, and then a training session going on between Ray and Historian, and then uh, during the fight, the blast doors got open, because, you know, they're training in the area with the blast doors, because, you know, smart people, um, and then... Harry, uh, Harry. I keep wanting to say Harry instead of Historian. Historian and Ray get knocked out of the ship, and they both land 
in feudal Japan in the Edo era. Um, and samurais find Rei. Um, he takes the... Uh, the hell's it called? Um, the pill that helps... The translation pill. There we go. Mm-hmm. So we can understand him. And when he thinks everything's great... Samurai comes up, knocks him in the back of the head, knocks him out, and captures him. Um, historian shows up, land because he he can turn into steel now because he did the whole like alloy thing because that's what Ray said. He's like, I changed the serum to try to give myself the the alloy skin type thing of a bobber. So now he's citizen steel, um, and. He's in the steel form. He hits the ground. He turns back to normal, stands up, realizes where he is pretty much exactly because, you know, historian, and then falls back down. Uh, he's found by a woman named Masako, um, who apparently he can just understand. That was kind of weird. Like, I understand he speaks Japanese, but, like, they didn't start speaking in Japanese. It was all in English, so that was kind of weird. Um, I think that's then... what the translation pill does. It's sort of like... Doctor Who's translation matrix. Well, see, I, 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 I thought that, but historian didn't take one. Ray did, which made me think even more like, unless like unless he took it before he fainted, because he hit the ground, stood up, realized where he was, and then fainted. And I don't know if he took it like before he fainted or what, but there was no explanation for that. Um. And then, so he's... Misako goes with him to their house. Misako's father's like, eh, I don't know if we want to do that. And then they're like, just, you know, if anybody shows up, we'll just say he's not here. And he's like, fine. They bring him in. Um, kind of like heal him a little bit. Um, Misako was supposed to be wedded to the... Um... Um... Like the... I don't know what the hell they called him. The, like, Emperor? There we go. It's the Emperor. Um, because that's what they do, and apparently he has a history of killing his wives, and historian was like, no, I don't want that. So he stayed and tried to fight and all that type of stuff. Um, a, uh... I got distracted by a Power Rangers picture. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I, have, I have Twitter up, and they just posted a, a Ranger Command just posted a preview for next week's ep- or for this week's episode. Damn you, Eric! Um, so damn you, Eric Cranberry. Cranberry. Because <laughs> it's it's you know holiday season, like hot holiday season. Yeah. Um, I'm trying not to make this go on too long. I feel like I'm spending too much time. Um, the base, the whole basis of the episode was historian didn't want to let the emperor kill the wife. Uh, Ray was captured. Emperor stole his his armor, used his armor. Um, the rest of the team had to find uh, Ray and historian. Um, Stein and. What's his name? Jax? Yes. Jax. Stein and Jax stayed on because they had to fix some things. They found out there was a secret compartment that Hunter was keeping from them. They found it. 
it was kind of weird. They, the way they did the, did it in the show it was kind of confusing because they found the door. There was a keypad. They said, now we have to get into it. They went to commercial, came back, did some stuff in feudal Japan. Next thing you know, they came back and Stein and Jax were in the room. So unless I missed something completely, they just kind of, you know, you know, diverted everything to be like, how are we going to get in here to, oh, we're in. Um, and apparently the room just had a crap ton of like, uh, um, weapons from different eras. Like there were guns. I'm guessing there were swords in there too. They didn't show much. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what type, what the aspect of it is right now. They didn't really go into detail on it. Um, but there was a message from 2056 Barry, specifically for Rip, that Jackson Stein heard. We didn't hear it, but Jackson Stein heard it. And now they have to debate on whether telling everybody else, because it wasn't supposed to be for anybody else but Rip. So that was interesting. And it was actually it was actually Grant Gustin. They just had it like deeper and kind of gravelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was cool. Um... And then, um, Vixen hopped on board because the last thing that our man said was that he was killed by time travelers, so she automatically thought it was them. Um, they eventually got to, it was like, no, we didn't kill him. Uh, and then she kind of began to trust him, and then she went along with what they were doing. And Mick had this whole thing of, I want to see ninjas, I want to see ninjas. In the end, he saw ninjas, and he fought them. Of course. Um, <laughs> he even dressed up as one, too, so that was kind of funny. Um, as one and then, does. And then they made a trap for the Emperor, because Ray got out. Uh, Historian was almost killed by some of the samurai, but then was healed. Um, and then he, there was a, another minor training session between Ray and Historian, where Ray's like, I feel like I'm not a hero anymore because I don't have armor. And then they went through the whole, it's not the armor that makes the hero, it's the person in the armor, blah, 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 stuff we've seen from Marvel. Um, and from other and, DC shows. Yeah, also true. Um, and from, like, every single superhero show slash video game slash anything ever. <laughs> yeah. It's not the suit that makes the man, it's the man inside the suit that makes the suit. Yep. Um, and then it's a cliche. Ray, has a, Ray has a talk with uh, Masako's uh, Masako's father, who says he made armor and a sword for his son, but then his son was killed. I think personally by the emperor, but he still had the armor and the sword. So then he gave it to Ray, and he kind of went on one on one with uh, um, the emperor. The emperor. And while the Emperor was wearing the Atom suit, and then during the fight, well, before the fight, uh, Ray realized the only way they were going to get the Emperor out of the suit was to destroy the suit. He wasn't happy about it, that's why the whole conversation of the armor thing happened. And then, uh, the historian spent, like, most of the show trying to, most of the episode trying to get the steel form, and he couldn't get it. And then after a while, he finally got it. And then, of course, while this whole fight between Rey and the Emperor is happening, he shows up and blocks a sword slash from the Emperor. And they have, like, a two-on-one fight. 
race kind of cuts some of the cables to stop movement and stuff like that and then throws his sword to Historian who then jabs the sword into the back of the suit which then apparently just disintegrates like there's like this huge puff of like blue sparkly energy and then it goes away and then there's just this like small hole in the ground so Emperor died suit's gone he's no longer the Atom we'll have to see where he goes from there um, He'll just build another would, suit. I think the biggest thing about this show was the action. The fight scenes. Like, I'm telling you everything that's happened in this episode, but you should still watch it. Oh. Because... I'm definitely going to watch the episodes, John. Come on. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a fight scene between, uh, of course, the best probably person on the show as far as action... Katie Lots. Oh, she's um, fantastic. Uh, Sarah goes up against like five or six of the samurai. And it's insane. Like, I can't even describe it. She kicks ass, basically. She kicks ass. And, like I said, the whole episode, like, I've seen from many people, this was by far the best episode of Legends of Tomorrow. Not just this season so far in the series well I mean that's not really saying much because last season was kind of a novelty so it was more of a let's see what we can get away with and now they're like alright so now that we know what we can get away with let's start having some fun yeah Um, so expect future seasons to be like oh my god and I can't remember who because I watched the Source Fed Nerd thing, and I said who the action director was, but I can't remember who it was. I almost want to say he may have done stuff for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which, which if you've seen Agents of, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., their action scenes are pretty top-notch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was the whole episode. And then apparently, Ray asked what Masako's <laughs> family name was. And he, they said what it was, because she, she said what it was, because essentially the whole other part of the backstory... No, no, Historian asked. Historian asked what their family name was, because there was also this subplot of Masako and Historian being a thing. They even kissed at the end, because, you know, CW. But um, I don't remember what she said it was. But from what I learned from, again, SourceFed Nerd, was that it was the same family name of Katana. Dun, uh, dun, dun! I want to say it was like Yamashiro. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's what they're trying, because I feel like that's what they're trying to say, is that the sword that they were that they've been talking about the one that the father made the Mor- for his the son Uramasa? the Moramasa or whatever I they didn't give it a name they just kept calling it a sword cuz that's what it was called in suicide squad that actually has katana in it so that's why yeah but but yeah. yeah so i mean that's so that's what they're trying to say is that this family was the originator of Katana because they showed um 
they showed her actually using it. Like, she pulled some, like, Mulan-type stuff, where she had, like, the sword, and she held it, like, horizontally, pointing it towards the enemy with, like, the hand out, kind of, like, scrouched down, you know? And it was... He's like, I see the way you use that sword. You're pretty good. You should start using it yourself. And that's where they learned. It was like, family name is Yamashiro. And it's like, okay, Katana. Woo. And then they got back in the time ship. And I think something happened at the end. Oh, no. They asked for, like, they asked Gideon to put music on that Rip would use. And there was something on there. I don't remember what it was. But it was kind of funny. Uh, and then they just... And then preview for this week, which I don't remember. I think because I watched it on the CW app, and for some reason they don't have the preview on the CW app, so that's kind of dumb. Yeah. A weird little inconsistency is, even though the message from Barry was in 2056, he technically is supposed to disappear in 2024. Given the uh, the Flash disappearing in a crisis-like event. Well... We also don't know if that's still a thing. Like, Due to Flashpoint, st- yeah, that's what... It, how how you, much stuff has happened since... I mean, that was season one. Do, yeah, do you want to know why 2056 is important? It's it the year... bell. It's the year Bart Allen travels back from when he joins the team in Young Justice. Yes, that was it. That's what people are saying. And if... That's actually yeah. That's what that's what Source of a Nerd was talking about, and how cool it would be if uh, it kind of expands a little bit. And like, there's the one thing that the Legends don't have on their team. They're going up against a Speedster in uh, Eobard Thawne, mm-hmm. and that's what they don't have. They don't have a Speedster to match it. So what if Bart Allen becomes a member of the Legends of Tomorrow? Because they go to the year 2056. Possibly. And I hope so, because that would be amazing. And could you imagine if they did that just in time for the mass crossover? Oh, boy. Oh, so boy. Like, they, like, all of a sudden, the time ship shows up in Central City or wherever, and they're like, holy crap, they're home or something like that. And then the team comes off, and everything's normal because they're used to each other. And then it's like, oh, and who, you know, and then all of a sudden you just see Bart, you know, depending on the personality, I could see him like, you know, like, you know, Dad, it's good to see you. And he goes up Be more like Granddad. Because Bart Allen is Barry's grandson. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that would make sense, yeah. You know, it's like, Granddad, wow, you look young. And then he, like, gives him a hug, and Barry's like, what? What's going on here? Who the hell is this little person? And then they sit down and have that long talk, and there you see just Barry and Iris just, what? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it would be actually also interesting if Bart showed up and recognized Iris, but not his grandma. Because then huh. you'd have that whole plot twist of like, oh, hey, they're not actually going to end up together. Flashpoint. Yep. <laughs> and then we'll just have the scene where Rip just has that talk with Barry and goes, Barry, what the fuck? Right? Because we still don't know what Rip is. He's definitely going to be back before the crossover. I oh, have yeah, definitely. But I feel like he will, too. Because believe it or not, in the episode, in this past episode where they 
um, showed the it's like oh god there's a compartment we didn't know about what's in here I thought it was going to be a stasis pod or something like that and Rip was going to be in it but then it's like no it's just weapons from throughout time and it's, it's like it's just a really really badass armory essentially that's the word I was thinking of armory all I kept thinking of was like apartment I'm like it's not apartment <laughs> but yeah so that sort of finishes up our geek talk yep so are we gonna continue on this is one long thing yeah we're only an hour into it and there's really not much else to talk about i mean like there's no other geek stuff to talk about and i figured might as well just make it all one part because the second part's only going to be like a half hour long and just turn it into an hour and a half podcast it also makes it easier on you in terms of editing (laughs) oh definitely because you're just like all right find the start point find the end point music and i mean unless all of a sudden we just hear like if i'm just sitting here all of a sudden and then your just internet dies or something like that there's been nothing wrong with it it's just been one fluid thing that's just like okay cool no problems great ending opening podcast all right yeah okay so so there's gonna be a little disclaimer here yeah disclaimer. Um, if you're not not gonna talk about stuff if you're not into toku stuff stop here you know, we're we're done talking about geek stuff from here on. It's going to be geek stuff. We're not taking a break. Um, Toku stuff, you mean? Because you said geek stuff again. Damn we're it! Taking a break from geek stuff and going into geek stuff. There you go. <laughs> yeah, English is hard. That. Yeah, it is. Especially when you're just trying to ramble off and trying not to take a breath. I think I found a subtitle for the episode. <laughs> or English is hard. Colon. I can't remember names. That works. Alright. So, also another disclaimer. Uh, We're going to talk about Power Rangers another time. The TV show. It's going into its final arc, which is going to be really disappointing because, as Ranger Command has said, there is no Talon Ranger. There is no Talon Ranger. You just spoiled me. Yeah. Well, I, you actually kind of made me a little upset. <laughs> yeah, I got all excited, especially with the clip they posted on YouTube. I'm like, oh, cool, Heckle's gonna actually turn out to be like a decent person in the end, and then it's like, oh, no Talon Ranger. All right. Yeah, sorry to break your little heart there, man. <laughs> I got all excited for it, and I'm like, oh man. I mean, I would have been disappointed anyway. You just kind of made it a lot quicker. Instead of yeah. like, slow, it's like one of those. Instead of slowly ripping the bandaid off, you just kind of ripped it off. Yeah, and it wouldn't. It would, and now you're prepared for that disappointment. Yeah, it's also true. <laughs> so yeah, um, we're not going to talk about it. Other than that, because it's going into its last arc, and there's really not much to talk about other than the fact that. We're still waiting on the all of all ten Ranger Morph at the same time. Well, dealio. there is there are production stills that again that's what distracted me of all ten standing together. They're not in. They're not Power Rangers. They're just civilians. civilians. It's the characters. So awesome! We get to see expressive, over expressive dad again. Yeah. <laughs> 
he's the worst part of the show by far. Like, it, it makes it makes it even worse that it's not even the same actor doing the voice. Yeah, it, he's he's literally the most disappointing part of the show. Yeah, even more disappointing. Even more disappointing than they're not being a Talon Ranger. <laughs> yeah, like, because there's a lot uh, of disappointing things in this show, and saying that he's the most disappointing thing is saying something. And apparently it's all due to the fact that they the movie rights for the uh, music movie or whatever, Carnival of Music, whatever it's called, um, oh. are separate rights than the TV show was. Weird. They would have to purchase the rights to the movies. So, oh, okay, so yeah, that would make sense. Because then they'd have to... I was like, well, why can't they use the actual Talon Ranger one? It's like, well, then they'd have to purchase the rights to the 100 Years After movie. So they can't use the Death Ryuger or even the Kyoryu Navy suit. Yep. Hell, Which... I don't even know if they're they're going to show the Sp- the Spinozord or Spinozord. Even I though, it. even though we do have a picture of the cockpit, the cockpit well, like, set has been made. Yeah, there's a picture of the cockpit, and if they use the same, uh, oh crap! Well, there's a gift to the new legends episode that's interesting um uh they if they use the same footage from the zord fights from the kyoduja christmas episode then we will see the spinel zord because i really hope we just don't see it on the actual christmas episode because well, that's cause still like, happening because the christmas episode was amazing it was a two-parter that took place... The whole premise of the episode was there was a Christmas-based monster, and there were like four or five of them? Of the same one? Yeah. And then they handed out bad Christmas, but like they captured all of the letters to Santa and gave back really crappy presents. And whenever they got mad at Santa, it consumed that emotion. And, um, all like they, all the presents turned into Deboss, which was the giant green thing. Um, all around the world, like there was Hawaii, New York City, uh, I think two in Japan, and then one in England. Or somewhere in the UK area, I think something like that. So then they formed all of these different megas, all these mechs, and they just traveled to all of these different places at once and fought. And um, one of the formations was with was Spinodaya, which was the Spinozord. And he leaves the original because they were done where he was, and then traveled somewhere else to form Spinodaya. And I don't see there any way around of it. If they use the same plot, or somewhat the same plot, then they're going to have to use it. Otherwise, they're just not going to. Even though there's a toy out for it, and the morpher says something. and <sighs> yeah. But yeah. Moving away from Power Rangers to Power Rangers... We've got some news. We got some pictures. <laughs> Just and like they're the way pictures you said of that. toys. We've got the first look at the 
T-Rex Zord, which looks very alien-like. Yeah. It has a cannon on its back, which apparently is a thing with T-Rexes now. They all just have <laughs> cannons on their back. Because, like, all of the recolors of the Dino Charge T-Rex Zord have these as well. Someone, someone at Bandai of America really likes cannons. On the back of T-Rexes. Yeah. It's so, it's sort of like Dr. Evil with sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads. Yeah. And then the last little image is of the Red Ranger sitting in its mouth. That seems kind of dangerous. Yeah. I mean, it looks interesting. I can't wait to see the rest of the Zords. I have no idea what the Megazord's going to look like, but this is going to be fun. It looks like the mouth is the cockpit. Oh, no. Actually, that would make sense. Look at the uh, movie T-Rex Zord number two. Like, O2. Uh-huh. If you notice on the top of the head, the blue thing. Yeah. You know what that is, right? The window. <laughs> it's the area he's going to see through, yeah. So it's the, the mouth window. is going to be the cockpit. Oh, boy. I just noticed that. Oh, boy. All right. So that'll be interesting. Uh, Morpher Sword next. Um, I mean, isn't there the whole? Because I think there's the solicitation info. Yeah. Yeah, the solicitation info just has stuff on all three of them. Oh, okay. Because I pulled up each individual one, yeah. not the solicitation. Um, but you pick whichever cause... one. Because we're getting the Sword Morpher and, of course, like we just said, the Zord, all coming out December 7th. Um, I mean, the Sword actually looks not bad. I like I like the way it is. It's different, but it's still a sword. Um, it's more of a choppy sword than a stabby sword. Also true. But it also could be a stabby sword. Yeah. Because it's more like the Halo Energy Sword. Where you yeah. can, because it looks like the blade itself is going to be a sort of plasma-based, alien-based thing, so it looks like it can chop and stab. Yeah, because your hand is sort of in the middle of it, as opposed guessing, to holding onto the end of it. I'm guessing there's going to be a move where he's going to like bring the sword up over his head, say something, and then bring it down. I don't know. That's just what it looks like to me. He's going to do a skyward slash, essentially. Gavin Dynamic. Gavin Dynamic. I say Skyward Slash because I recently just saw an episode or a Let's Play of Skyward Sword. Ah. And then we've got um, the and then Morpher. What what I'm calling the 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 Kuga Buckle because that's essentially what it is. It's um, like a weird mix between the Kuga Buckle and the uh, Ghost Driver. Yeah, there was actually something. Uh, Someone took a picture of the Ghost Driver alongside the the O's medals and said, "Hey guys, look at the new Power Rangers Morpher." Also, and I was I was like, "Yeah, that that makes sense." These power coins look lame. Oh yeah. Oh my god! Um, I'm just gonna like, wait for Plastic Geek to put his out and buy one of those. Cause it, it's funny because looking at it, you think Kuga. But it's also Agito, because 
the way Kuga transformed is there was a button on the side. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was the original Kuga belt. The original the original Kuga belt that came out with the show had the same way to activate it because it would the it had like the gem inside and it would spin and it would make like the bright lights and stuff like that. And there was a button literally on top that you would press. It's the same thing with this. So that's how that's going to work. You they even show it with uh the uh even though they say Sword SC Assortment Stock Photo 3, it's actually of the Morpher. You press the button, let it go, and it probably brings like this woo sound effect where it lights up or something like that, and that's what we see in the picture. So it's essentially it's essentially we're getting a common rider toy that is from a Power Rangers movie. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I mean, the uh, best toy so far is the sword, hands down. The sword? The sword, yeah. The sword, as some people the have said. The sword. Yeah. But I'm just, like, curious, like, how this morpher comes about. If it's just on the, the waist, or if it is, like, one that they hold out and sort of press that little top flippy switchy thingy. I kind of want him to go common Rider with it. Like, not like Hesse, like Showa. Where, you know, they like kind of like put it... God damn it. They put a hand over their belt and then it transforms. You know? I'll explain it in a second. God damn, phone. So, yeah. Um, that's a thing that happened. Um, and as we said, we're not going to discuss the Dino Charge episodes because... Meh. And we've got a little bit of uh, Sentai news. The okay. Go Ranger Blu-ray is going to is getting an official release. Um, Amazon Japan put it up for February eighth, twenty seventeen. So Go Ranger is getting a Blu-ray set. Yep. Don't expect too much. Don't expect it to be like new age stuff. It's just going to be like... It'll look better probably, but you know... In the end, it's still from the 1970s. Yeah. And that's it for the news. And that price though. Oh yeah, it looks pricey. I mean, American version? That's like... Thousands. Uh, it, it It's a bit pricey. No, that's hundreds. That's like yeah, two hundred and forty dollars ish for the Blu-rays. But I mean, there are seventy-two episodes, so there's it's gonna be like a crap ton of DVDs. It'd be like paying for the, um, the what was that DVD set that was it Shoutbox that came out with it? Shout it Factory. The, Shout Factory, yeah the. The Red Ranger helmet that was in the back was like a holder for DVD cases. Yeah, that was that the one. Legacy Collection. The Legacy Collection. Essentially, it's that. One sec. Okay. Um, things are happening. Um, I was going to say something before I was interrupted. Um, shit. I'm trying to talk so there's no dead air. I'm sorry, people. This happens. Um, crap. 
trying to remember. Um, um, I'm failing horribly at this. I apologize. <laughs> I'm trying to look back. Uh, oh yeah, there we go. The transformation for the Power Rangers. Uh, I know it's kind of going back into Power Rangers, but I gotta say something while Sean does whatever he has to. Um, so, like, I'm hoping they, like, just kind of, like, wave a hand over and, like, the morpher shows up in the middle or something like that. And then they just kind of, like, you know, maybe, like, pull, like, a common Rider, uh, I think X, where he just kind of puts his hand out and then kind of does, like, the Jew Ranger motion. Um, I'm hoping he does that and then it just activates on its own. Um, because it's... I feel like if they tried to pull a normal Power Rangers thing with it, like from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, it wouldn't work out properly. Um, especially the way the power coins are there, the way the Morpher is. We don't even know how it's used yet. So I feel like holding that type of thing in your hand, unless it's literally just, it materializes in your hand and then you just thrust it out and say, you know, it's Morphin time or like they did in the original 90s movie where it was just like, it's Morphin Time! And then they just, you know, it was like an actual scene from the area. They just, you know, Tyrannosaurus, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know if they're going to do that or not. I don't think anybody does, really. Um, oh, Sean, where the hell did you go? I think he's back. Um, but yeah, that's what I hope they do with it. Um, damn, that Blu ray is expensive. God damn. You were doing the conversion while I was away getting food? Apparently, no, I, my family got KFC. Fun. I was uh, going this back to... This podcast is not sponsored by KFC. Oh, that'd be amazing if it was. Free KFC, I'll take it. Um, I was going back to my original thing I was talking about with the Morpher. Power Rangers Morpher. I know I went kind of back subject, but... I just want, like, Kamen Rider pose transform. Kind of like Kuga. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, but yeah. It's time to talk about, uh, X8. Although, as we say, God damn you, Paladin, Kamen Rider Shin Spectre and Necrom Yujo Burst revealed. Oh, boy. Ghost Rebirth will explore the full adventures of Makoto and Alan in the Gamma world. As such, the two writers gain even greater powers. Centerpiece for the V Cinema, Shin Spectre, is a blue repaint of Ghost's own Mugen Damashi, which still looks cool, don't get me wrong, uh, with an upgraded Gangan hand, which is the gun thing. The handgun. Um, yeah, Makoto will use the Shin Spectre ghost icon to transform into, sh- into his Shin Damashi. Uh, next comes... That actually looks really cool. It does, actually. A uh, lot better than <clears throat> Mogan. Ooh! Necrom Yujo Burst, the golden fire form, is unlocked when Alan's feelings of friendship reach their maximum level. So here's his boost form. Uh, because, uh, let's see, Deep Spectre had bl- purple flames. And then we had red flames with, uh, with Ghost. Yep. And then he gets black and gold flames. Which is by far the better of the three. Like, when I look at it, it just kind of makes me think of the final boss from Ghost. The, like, the, the essentially the eye itself. Like, in yeah. the, like the weird gold rider form it took. 
But yeah, I've seen the pictures already. I didn't know what I knew they were from this, but yeah, that was it. Um, so yeah, it's uh, that's cool. Breaking uh, news. Yeah, pretty much. It was literally like just posted. Like, what's the time on it? Seven twenty-seven. I would which say was an hour and a half ago ish. Uh, uh, we didn't see it, so I don't know. Maybe it's an hour behind I, or something like that. I think it's um, Central Time. That would make sense. So it was only posted because you know, half I, hour think, ago. I think I uh, think everyone other than Tom is Central Time. Hmm. Would make sense. But yeah, um, but yeah. So that's that's the thing, and it looks badass. I'm not gonna lie. So the V Cinema scheduled April nineteenth, twenty seventeen. So expect it like a month and a half later. Depending on how well, quick they sub it. <laughs> expect TV Nihon to have it subbed before um, before everyone else. Again, depends on what their backlog is at the time. And also depends on if they really want to do it or not. I'm sure they will because it's ghost related. Um, but again, we'll see. It's just XA they don't want. And speaking of X-Aid... Because I'm I'm not gonna lie, like I told Sean this. Juocher's not bad of a show. It is just really, really boring. Like, there's no plot to it at all. Um, it's just every week they fight something, every you now and then every now and then there's like a small drama, like with Juo Whale. And then the episode where it looked like the rest of the team were killed and Yamato went into depression and stuff like that. Um, Haven't seen that episode yet, but... Oh, yeah. well, there you go. Well, I, I saw the preview for it, so yeah. I knew that they all sort of... Also, the pictures on the internet everywhere of just yeah. Yamato screaming. Have you? Did you see the video of um, what the first commercial was after he stopped, after he started screaming? Yeah. That was hilarious. It's like, no, no, happy set. It's like, wow. That is, uh. It's, <laughs> it's like with Nickelodeon shows and how they, like, have their own little SpongeBob pop up adverts in shows. Yeah. And how oh, that yeah. became a meme for a good while. So, like, yeah. all of the crazy moments in, like, Super Mega Force had those SpongeBob overlays <laughs> of him just laughing. Well, they do, they do it all the time with. At least Sentai, anyway. I mean, like, look at the Juoja ending. You know, like, those are just, like, huge, dramatic moments. Something really bad happened. Are the heroes going to come out all right? And then happy go lucky everybody's dancing. Yeah, and it's like, um... Like, this is why I like shows that have, like, different endings. You know, like, Ranger had two at least two different endings. So when it was a main girl episode, they played uh, the Decoranger girl song. When it was just a normal show, a normal episode, they played the normal ending. Like you gotta have two endings for a show. That's the way I like it. Two endings for a Sentai. You gotta have the happy-go-lucky normal ending to a show. But then if something dramatic happens, you gotta have a different one. Have like an ending done just for like the villains. So if something dramatic, you don't know if something's gonna go bad or not. Play the villain version. If it's a happy-go-lucky, everything's done by the end of the episode, everybody's safe, blah, 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 play the happy ending. But that's just me. But, but yeah. what I was getting at is Jew Oger's boring. 
not a bad show per se, just boring. I don't really want to spend time watching it. Sean is perfectly happy to, and if he wants to regale you with the whatever happened in the episodes, he can. But personally, I'm just not into it. That That's if and when I actually have time to watch them. Also true. <laughs> um, what can I say? Busy college student getting into the final part of the semester. Oh, yeah. Job. Episodes are going to be a lot more sporadic until, like, what, mid-December? Roughly, yeah. And if you just yeah. heard that, I had to lift up my laptop for just a brief second because there was an ant on my table. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have food, so now they're really going to come out. Um, yeah, I'm going to have so to take then, this out with me when I leave. So then we talk about the better probably, show of the two Japanese toku shows. Probably the greatest show of all time in the history of, <laughs> you know, shows that have video game tropes in them. Yeah. Uh, X-Aid, man. Every week. Uh, what was the last episode you watched? I've watched the last two episodes. Not this week's, but the two others. X-Aid I made a point to watch. Okay. So you saw, So the last episode you saw was... Was the first laser episode. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, or Razor. Razor, ra- razor, laser, or racer. We're not really sure. I don't think the subbers are sure either. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, so, I mean, essentially, what we got with uh, X-Aid's first few episodes was what we got for Gaim's first few episodes. Uh, the introduction of the main rider, the introduction of the secondary rider... The introduction of the third, the third writer, the tertiary writer, yeah, and then what we didn't have in well, no, we did or did we in Gaim? The introduction of the fourth writer, because I think we had Kurokage and uh, oh, Greedon yeah, at right. the same time. Yeah. So. Um, so in this episode, it was. Um. I remember what happened. Wow. Though, though it could be said that um, Bravo was the fourth writer in Gaim. Yeah, that's true. Because it was Gaim, Baron, Ryujin. Zangetsu was there before the show even started. Yeah. Um, I am totally... Today's a space out day, apparently, for me. Because I'm trying to remember stuff and it's just not coming to me. And my voice is going. I can feel it. Games happened. Uh, yeah, the first one introduced Snipe. I, I thought you were say. gonna say Snide. We had Snipe, and he's kind of a jerk ass. Yeah. Uh, he also has a white skunk piece of his hair. So, yeah. So I think uh, Ryoma has a few words with him, a few choice words. Um, he steals the show, steals the the gashat. Or gas hat from uh, M or Emo. I'm gonna call him Emo because <coughs> it's freaking hilarious. An Emu, an Emu, yes. Um, because he lost the fight against like, yeah. And then the following episode, he gets it back because Race uh, Laser is like, oh, I'm just gonna steal it from you. Hello, here you go. And he played and then, up the the friendship thing. Just so he could have someone 
for his uh, level 2 mode, because it turns out he needs another rider for level 2. Because he can't go super... Because he becomes a motorcycle. Yeah. He's just, you know, not super... He just can't get super fast. He If he tries to go super fast, he reverts to level 1 and is sad. Yep. <laughs> and then at the end, he's like, I was never your friend, I was just using you. Dun, dun, dun. And then... Later, man. <laughs> Genmu shows up, transforms into level 3, and, like, decimates them and then leaves. He literally then, is like, alright, time to transform to my level 3 mode. Bicycle armor. Yep. Shakakiri Sports, something like that. Yeah, basically. And then uh, the next episode, everybody's trying to figure out who he is. And they get a message from the game designer dude. Oh, hey, guess hats were taken. Help me get him back. And then Snipe and Laser were there, and they saw it, and they're like, great. So they try to find the dude. They chase him. Uh, Emu finds him, just kind of laying on the ground because he had, like, the bug sickness. And then... He runs away, they chase after him, find out that he was the Genmu, and everybody's like, oh, but I still have to treat him because he's suffering from the disease and blah blah blah. And my Hippocratic Oath implores <laughs> me to do such. Essentially. Um, and then they find the dude, but he's not Genmu, He is the bugster dude, like the monster-looking green dude that talks with the other guy that plays video games. I still don't know his name. Um, and then Genmu shows up. There's a fight. Oh, there was, there was that whole monster thing, too, because like there was like a robot thing with a gas hat in its head. They destroy it, or X-Aid destroys it, gets the gas hat, puts it in his driver, transforms to level 3, uh, and then essentially just kicks Genmu's ass. Genmu leaves... And then is revealed to be the video game dude. And it's like, everybody was like, uh, no shit. Ah, uh, uh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Like, no, no surprise there. It's like, we get the rumor of Kamen Rider Genmu. The guy is the owner of the Genmu Corporation for video games. It's kind of easy to put two and two together. Um, so that was... Not surprising. However, what was surprising is that he essentially just went mental. He went he psychotic. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was the episode. <laughs> that was literally the episode. All right. So. And... Ta da! Ta da! <laughs> no Game other... complete. No other, yeah, no other news, unless they screwed us over again. Reload Toku Nation. Nope, still Shin Specter. All right. Just um, announced Ninja Steel premiere date. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and here's the first episode online now. Oh, they'll they'll do that. It's like get it a week early. It's like. And also, we gotta know: Are they gonna do good? Or are they gonna pull a samurai and shoot? You know, show the third episode first. Well, let's hope not, because that was stupid. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, believe it or believe it or not, that is the episode. This is not much happened. Uh, 
Sean couldn't get to some of the episodes, which is fine. And we decided um, to skip over some news because it just didn't feel important. Yeah, I mean, like, the, as I said, the biggest thing from the geek section that was news was the Wonder Woman trailer. And it, Which honestly point, is pretty badass. Oh, it's so, awesome. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to go watch it. it. But it's just sort of like, it was a trailer, you know, we saw go things watch happen. It. If you know anything about Wonder Woman, if you know anything about Wonder Woman, you know the basic, like introduction of her character uh-huh. you know what happened you know how she got there so you know and ta-da yeah. not much else to say and uh, time for some uh, shameless plugging yeah um, well you go first cause I'll do uh, alright uh, you can find me everywhere under snarky sean except snapchat that remains a secret for the time being. <laughs> um, I am the comic... No, not comic. I am the pop culture editor over at the Marvel Report, as well as the animation dude. There's no official title yet, because I'm the only animation dude. For the foreseeable future. Still working on that. Um, iZombie Radio is a p- other podcast I do. Releasing an episode... Well. You're probably going to see the iZombie Radio episode post before you see this one post. Um, probably. And uh, we recently just did another live commentary episode over episode 8 of season 1. So if you're a fan of the show, go check it out. It's just uh, me and my buddies goofing off for roughly about an hour a week. And, uh, yeah. There's this too, but if you're already listening to this, you know where to find it. So, yeah. Um, I I can I can plug the Critical Reroll podcast, which uh, we recently just reached the one year anniversary of it, which was like a couple of weeks ago, I think. Um, neat, neat. They did a special, yeah. They did a special live version. They streamed it on Twitch for some people. Um. I just recent. I just as of two days ago edited another episode, and that's just recently went up. Um, I have another episode of Critical Role starting in like fifty minutes, uh, so look for the new episode of the Critical Reroll, which will be out like Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. One of the th- one of the three, depending. Um, also, the Ace of Geeks, they're trying to reboot the Geekly Roundup podcast, which is what I edit. Um, so Woo-hoo. I think they're gonna tr- we're gonna try doing that. The I think I said eleventh or twelfth. So like next weekend. So go to aceofgeeks.net. They've already got a good podcast, which is the Ace of Geeks podcast with Mike and Jaris. That's a good podcast by itself. So go there just for that, and then keep an eye out for possibly the return of Geekly Roundup, which is the one I edit. Um, that'll be coming up soon, hopefully. Um, and then I've recently kind of been more active on the uh, Geek Togu Pod Twitter page. Retweets um, re- galore. Yeah, retweets galore. I don't really say much personal stuff. I don't really like. Hey, you know, we don't get like we don't get the same stuff like Ranger Command does, where they get like to production stills and stuff like that. Um, I don't. We don't live tweet things just because there's a lot of things that this show is based around, and I feel like if we cherry picked one thing. Uh, 
Well, we also don't watch anything live. I do. I watch <laughs> Flash live every week. And okay. I, Besides I watched, that. I watched Supergirl live this week, too, because my normal D&D game was off because of uh, Halloween. Um, I tend to watch Legends of Tomorrow live as well. Okay, so I'm just the one who doesn't because I have well, no time you, for anything. You know, you know, you know why you don't watch anything live because you have a life. I oh, don't. I just got a Skype notification from good old Flash Buddy Andy. Woohoo! Um, so oh, he said tonight's Legends of Tomorrow is uncomfortable AF. Uh, Confederate zombies, right? <laughs> uh. Speaking of Andy, if you're interested in all of the shows we talked about in the geek section, go to uh, what was it DC TV podcasts where it's kind of like amalgamation, or you could say yeah, it, conglomation. It, it's of, basically every it's all the podcasts we have under our uh, under the DC TV podcasts brand. We've got Supergirl, Gotham, uh, The Flash. Legends. Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and, and Zombie? iZombie, the DC Movies, which hasn't released an episode since the last time I think I was on there, and uh, DC TV Classics, which goes over the uh, classic TV shows of yesteryear. Hmm. So, yeah. And we may be adding more in the future as more DC shows get bigger. There's probably going to be a Lucifer one sometime soon. Who knows? It all depends on whenever he decides that he's going to do it. If he decides to do it. Um, and, yeah, yeah, there's, there's you know, Geek Talk F- Find the feed. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, if you find the DCTV podcast feed on uh, iTunes, it has episodes from each of them. So, there you go. And then, and, this podcast, Geek Toku Pod, or Geek Toku Pod, Blog Spot, Geek Toku Pod, Twitter, um, Sean is keeping up with the Facebook page. I'm keeping up with the Toku Nation thread. Uh, many places to find us. Um, like I said, I post. I posted. So I was like, we're going to record, you know, today, and nobody's sending questions. Send in questions. We want to answer them. Might start Please. conversations. Please. <laughs> so we actually, you know, have a two-hour-long episode instead of a hour forty-seven. <clears throat> Yeah. But that pretty much does it for us. Yes. Um, stay tuned for whenever the next episode drops because, you know, timing. And if I somehow get a job at the place I sent an application to today, then it may become even more complicated. So you'll just have to... That makes it even more intricate to stay tuned to the Geek Tokupod Twitter because that's where I'll put the information, or Sean will put the information on whether or not we'll be recording certain days or not. So just keep an eye on that and you'll know when we record and stuff like that. So, yeah. Until then, stay safe. And try not to eat all of your Halloween candy in one go. I know some of you have already done it. I mean... But try not to. It's not a bad thing if you do, right? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Stay safe, guys. See you later.
more cutting, Jim. This guy's got him scared to death. Hope he doesn't see right through me. Now I really wish that I knew how to swim. Strength of a raging fire, mysterious as. 